0: Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It is a pleasure to have you here, Sherry. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
0: Doing good. Doing good. We're just talking before we hit record and sort of like getting the tone going. But one of the things that I love about the fact that we have you here is your background as a nutritionist. Um, As many entrepreneurs know, you know, we might be eating crackers and cookies in the middle of doing the work that we do, and that has its own impact over a long period of time. So we'll get into that. But before we do, I would like to know, uh, which is something we ask everyone who comes on the show, tradition around here. (laughs) Do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs, business owners, nutritionists?
1: No, actually, I don't. Nobody in my family that I can think of is an entrepreneur, to be honest with you. Yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Yeah. And
1: no one in nutrition either.
0: What are the influences behind the work that you do today? Sort of, where does that really stem from?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say I had an unconscious um, drive to be immersed in food and all things natural, probably from my grandmother on my mom's side of the family. She was a farmer's wife, a pig farmer. And, uh, you know, she grew everything from scratch. She had, like, I don't know if you've heard of this, it's a Canadian magazine called Alive Magazine. It's all about health information. She always had that lying around. She took herbs when she had um, health issues, like high blood pressure, anxiety. Um, But I wasn't really aware of it, actually, when I was growing up. I didn't really notice that side of it, Um, not the herbs and natural health part of it anyways. Um, But I sort of feel like it's sort of just, I just absorbed it by osmosis, right? Um, It was back in the 70s and my mom went to work and my grandma literally was taking care of me the first year of my life while my mom was at work. So I think on some level, I just got downloaded with a whole bunch of you know, things that programmed by her interests and things like that. So, But I actually never had any interest in natural health or anything until I found myself sick. And, uh, you know, I was the kid that when my mom wanted to teach me to cook, I had no interest in it. Um, I left home, knew nothing about food and like was buying things that were like just add hot water. And um, in my uh, late teens, I took an aesthetics course to become an esthetician. And I met this um, instructor who recommended that we go to the health food store and get this stuff called evening primrose oil because it's so good for your hair, skin and nails. So I waltzed over there to the health food store. I'd never even been to one in my life. And I bought this stuff completely for vanity purposes. And I started to notice every day when I got to school that at about an hour after school started, I would start to feel this bright, sunny feeling inside of myself. And that was something I was not familiar with because I had like a history of major PMS um, and just like depression and anxiety and paranoia my whole entire teenage life. Um, So I never had that sunny feeling (laughs) that a lot of people just have and, you know, that I'm obviously familiar with now. Um, so I was like, what is going on? Like, why do I keep feeling this at the same time and looking up the clock? And then I thought, oh my God, it's always an hour after I take that pill. Right. So I went and researched it online. And what I found is that indigenous women would use it and chew the seeds when they wanted to feel happier. Um, and then on the more scientific level, the essential fatty acids are really excellent for balancing your hormones and then therefore your moods as well. So that's what really launched me into it is just changing, um, my own life. And I was amazed just by, how normal I felt. I was like, Oh my God, no wonder people in the world can accomplish things when their brains are functioning properly. Like I felt like I was a totally different person and I was capable of so much more just because of that level of concentration and lack of anxiety and depression.
0: Wow. Yeah. So if I understand that correctly, it was a more natural version of the omega-369 supplements people usually buy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So you can buy, you know, a blend, but this is one of the, um, like foods that go into the blend. So
0: it's just yeah. one of the
1: seeds that can go into a blend.
0: No, it makes a difference. Even with people, like, especially with people with ADHD, if they get some of that going and how that helps them actually function in life, when oh, people yeah. don't talk about the the non-neurotypicals and what they have to deal with, right? Uh, some people are just prone to being pessimistic yeah. and they don't know why it turns out it's their diet or something like that, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. If you feel negative and you have no reason to like pinpoint why you feel that it's likely something physiologically going out of balance inside your body. That's causing you to feel that from within.
0: Now I have in my notes here, a really interesting story about how you had and an, gone into like dropping like 12 dress sizes, right. Uh, okay. Through the work that you did for yourself and in the middle of all that research. Yeah. Now I've noticed I'm 33 now. Right. And I noticed, I want to say maybe two years ago, That some of the clothes I always owned and loved, I couldn't wear it anymore. And I was like, you know, what's what's going on? You know, and and it's a quiet thing that happens as you realize the grays are coming in. And a lot of it I'm finding, because I switched it up, has a lot to do with diet. Yeah. I'd love to hear sort of that story where you you simply shifted the deck, because not everybody wants to exercise and sweat and and even if you do all that and still eat poor, it's like counterproductive, right? So I'd love to get a couple of insights on how that happened for you.
1: Okay. So, you know, in, after I became health conscious, I'm, there's another whole story, but that would take up too much time. Um, so I I stopped working in aesthetics, started working in the health food um, field. And, um, you know, I just naturally at that time in my life, when I was younger, in my twenties, just the weight just sort of came off effortlessly, just because I made one switch, it was literally just going from the standard North American diet to a whole foods diet. But then in my mid 30s, at 36 years old, after having two babies, and just sort of settling at like 155 pounds, and I was and I'm five foot four. um, And I kind of just settled on that thinking, I guess this is just what happens after you have babies. And then because i was still eating the same natural whole foods plant based diet that i had been eating in my 20s. So nothing had changed, but yet I was fatter. Right. Um, But then suddenly in two months, I literally gained another 20 pounds. So I went from 155 to 176 pounds, like in two months. And I went into shock, right? Like, like literally I went into shock um the when I saw this because I didn't even have a scale at my house I saw it on my mom's scale in her like um bathroom because I was there for a family gathering and I literally felt the blood drain from my like internal organs into my extremities that like, go into fight or flight like trying to figure out what on earth had happened right because here you know I'm supposed to be this like example in the community of health and now I'm suddenly obese and I don't know why and nothing's changed you know as far as I I'm concerned at the time right so I went into like this place of total futility for like at least a year, right? I was like, I felt like a victim to it. I was like, I do everything right. This is what happens to me. If, you know, if this happens to me, there's no hope for anyone, (laughs) all that kind of like victim consciousness. And then one day I just was like, you know what, Um, you know, I I have a decision that I can make here. And there's a lot of women that are in their forties and fifties. Yeah. They're like, you know, they're overweight. It's pretty like common, right? In North America for people over 40 to be overweight. And I thought, well, there's one path I can go down. Um, but then I was like, yeah, but there's all these other people too, that are healthy as they age and they're not overweight. So that is a possibility that's also there. Right. Um, and so I just made the decision that I was going to figure it out. Um, and then I figured it out.
0: Okay. And that's what the book that you wrote is about or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's basically like a a short version. Um, not the story as in much detail, but like the principles of how to lose weight without dieting, um, because that's the thing that I was committed to was, I had no interest in counting calories or exercising. um, And I didn't want to obsess about food in that way. And I knew that even if I could force myself to do that, that it wasn't sustainable and I would gain all the weight back because who wants to live their life like that, right? Like, unless you're somebody who's naturally geared towards like, you want to work out, you like fitness, the rest of us, we can force ourselves into a short time period to do it, but it doesn't become a lifestyle and anything you don't keep doing you're not going to keep the results. Right. So I wanted to do it in a different way. And I, the reason I went into state of futility at that point was because I actually, um, like I couldn't figure out like intellectually, even I was like, this makes no sense. I'm eating a natural whole foods diet. I, um, it like, I'm not eating like tons and tons of food. I'm just eating what, like I see I've always eaten. And I was thin on this diet before, and it's the same as what my friends eat and they're not obese. Right. So I was really confused for a little bit Um, And even in my holistic nutrition training, there was, you know, a lot of discussion about calories. And I just was like, that is not the answer. Cause obviously there's a whole ton of people that maintain their weight naturally and they don't count calories. So why would that be the answer for the rest of us? Right. So I just thought, you know, I'm going to plug every bit, every detail of what I eat into fitness pal. And I'm going to see what is actually going on here. Now, prior to this, I was a whole foods vegetarian, right? So I was eating lots of lentils, lots of rice, lots of sourdough bread um, and starchy vegetables right because in order to get enough protein you're gonna have to eat a lot of these foods um, and so what I discovered when I put that in to see what was going on is it's always low in calcium always low in iron um, never getting my protein targets and um, you know I was meeting their carb targets obviously that's pretty easy um, but not uh, really getting you know fat the fat right so, then I started to notice the pattern because I was plugging this in every every day. It was like, every time I ate way less carbs, than it said way more fat. So like 50% of my calories as fat, I would be losing weight. Every day I threw in like a yam or a potato or something on my plate. I would literally sometimes go up like four pounds of water overnight from inflammation, right? Because that drives up your insulin, causes inflammation in your body. So I discovered that I was starting to get Insulin resistance. And this happens to people as they age, right? So, you know, that's why when you're 32, if you eat the same diet as when you're 20, <laughs> you're not gonna have the same body shape because your body is changing um, due to like muscle mass reduction. Um, and there's hormonal changes and everything as as well, right? So as we age, we have less of a tolerance for carbohydrates. And, and this topic of insulin resistance is not just for diabetics, it's pretty much for anyone who is experiencing extra body fat when they are having a, you know, a decent diet, they, and nothing has changed, but they're suddenly getting more body fat. You'll see it around you. It's typical.
0: This isn't something that a multivitamin is going to solve either. When you talk about (laughs)
1: lack
0: of calcium, (laughs) lack of iron, right?
1: No, no. And it's like, if you can balance your meals and get all your nutrition from real food, then you don't have to get all of these like, you know, micronutrients from all these vitamins. Right. Seems awesome. like I
2: saw a commercial the other day about insulin resistance. Mm. And what the heck was that product called? Golly? Golly?
1: Mm. <laughs> Never Golo?
2: heard of it. I don't know. Something <laughs> weird in there. I suppose there's probably about 500 different ones out there for that stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We're all looking for a quick fix, a pill to fix things. But, mm. you know, the reality is, is that we we are a human mammal. We have certain needs, right? If an animal gets sick or a plant gets sick, we look, OK, what's the diet it's supposed to be having? What's the environment it's supposed to be in to thrive? And then we look at changing those things. And then as humans, we're just like, no, I'm just going to you know, sit in dark lights, watching TV, going to work, having no passion in life and expect to be healthy while eating junk food. Like,
0: Yeah. Even if the chocolate chip cookies are vegan, they're not doing you any favors. (laughs) It's still a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I, uh, let me tell you something. Part of the reason why I'm so fascinated by all this is because I personally um, am a fan of a few people, Uh, Dr. Berg,
1: who does a lot
0: of work like that. Uh, I actually know his, his digital marketer and how he grew his YouTube channel. Uh, I interviewed him for Entrepreneur Magazine. And then also I'm a big fan of the blood type diet and what that, and how that breaks things down. So I'm going to check out some of the stuff that you're doing. And I just think it's important because as somebody who does work from a computer, most of my life, like. I know that there's a lot of other entrepreneurs who are doing the same, experiencing the same, and just not having that conversation. We're just not having it. We're just like, ah, eh, you know, let's focus on business. But it's yeah. like your health impacts your business in a big way.
1: A hundred percent. Like just think about the fact that like getting on an interview like this, right. If you're feeling depressed and anxious, you're not going to be able to get yourself to do this. Just, you know, no matter how much, um, you know, intelligence and like what you have to bring to the table to offer people, just not going to feel like doing it. Right. And it's like everything in in business takes so much energy and not just physical energy, but just like your, your emotional energy. And that is all impacted by your diet.
2: The other thing, the other thing though, because uh, when I was in the military, obviously we had people that were overweight and they got shoved on the overweight program, you know, which is, I don't know. That's, it's it's probably not very good, right? But <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. But uh, and they're nutritionists and all this stuff, right? But yeah. but I think a lot of people view weight loss from probably from the wrong lens, right? It's like business. There's no cookie cutter answer for everything, right? Right.
1: Absolutely.
2: Every strategy is different. Just like every human body is a little bit different. We have different chemistry. We have different makeup. And what works for you probably won't work for me. Um, so, so we have to kind of figure that individually out and what works best for us in our body type and our lifestyle. And yeah, you don't do the exercise thing. So, you know, what works for you might be an overdone thing for me because I do. Right. So yeah. I, I might have to double my intake or, or, exactly. or whatever the case may be. You know, just like in the field, in the military, every meal was 4,000 calories, 16,000 calories a day, but you needed that much. You needed that because you just burn calories like crazy. You know, you got 120 pounds of gear on and, you know, all this stuff. So you needed those calories, but if you're just sitting back in the rear with the gear eating (laughs) <laughs> Four MREs a day, eating sixteen thousand calories, you're gonna be a fatty.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Private
2: so, Gomer. <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> Another aspect of that that people often don't think about, and this is one of the things that got me stuck, um, is that sometimes what you need and what works for you at one time is not the answer and will not work for you later. Right? So this, you know, natural whole foods vegetarian diet that worked so great for me in my twenties you know, it had me naturally lose weight without trying. And then in my thirties, it had me obese. Right. So, you know, what works for me now might not be what I'm doing when I'm 60.
0: No, that's a valid point. I mean, I, I try to eat like, uh, I switched from, uh, so it's no secret. I'm half Mexican, right. And and half French, uh, okay. long, long story. <laughs> But I grew up on Mexican food, so a lot love the stuff that I know how to make, just like if, if I grew up in an Italian household, I'd be making pasta, right? So I, yeah. I make like a lot of tacos and things of that nature. And I switched the to tortillas because of like the blood type diet stuff over to uh almond tortilla or gluten-free, because uh, you know, apparently gluten isn't good for blood type O, what have you. And I mean, you know, I do feel better when I'm not on it, but I still notice in general, anytime I eat any kind of carbohydrate, like I, I intermittent fasting is better for me, but then I found out if you put too much food in fast, all of a sudden your body doesn't like that very much either. And I'm hungry, so I've eaten voraciously afterwards. I've tried it all. I've realized I just I just gotta stick to to like spinach and vegetables like that and just like meats if if that's gonna work for me and so that you know I don't lose muscle mass. And it sounds boring. It might be boring, but I mean That's, it's either that, or I can deal with the bloatedness and the feeling like, ah, you know, my sleep is weird. My gut biome. There's all these things that we just think is part of getting older is what I'm trying to get at.
1: And it's not. No, it's a sign that you're, the symptoms you're getting are your body telling you something is out of balance and it needs to be fixed. It's not to be suppressed and not to be upset about or ignored. Like we should be happy that our body tells us something's not working that you need to change it before we just like drop dead. Right. So.
0: (laughs) And some entrepreneurs just are machines. Like I I know for a fact, I have, I've known Jason for, for a bit, but I know for a fact, this guy just wakes up because all the years of all the training, you just wake up and you go and you do what you got to do. And that's right. And like, because I didn't have that training, I'm the guy that wakes up. I'm like, oh man, let me get a coffee. And <laughs> I, I could really stand to sort of double up on my own process, if I'm being honest, right? <laughs> but I know that a lot of entrepreneurs just keep moving. That's why I'm driving this point home so hard, is mm-hmm. we just keep moving. Don't even pay attention to what we're doing. And it can get in the way of performance. So so with that said, if people wanted to learn more about what they're doing, uh, where would they go to get in touch with, with what you're doing?
1: Um, DelishDiet.ca
0: delishdiet.ca. Yeah. All right. Oh, cause yeah. Canada that now I'm doing yeah. the math here. You mentioned the book earlier. Okay. Yeah. Canada. I mean the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A live magazine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you had any one, like this is my go-to advice as somebody who does a lot of computer work, maybe sits down most of the day, what would be your go-to advice as a nutritionist that maybe somebody should just pay attention to
1: Yeah. I pay attention to breakfast, like just get a high protein breakfast in, because if you start your day off with a balanced meal, what that does is it basically sets the tone for the day. And if you feel, if you're nutritionally satiated at that one meal, you will naturally be drawn to eat things that maintain that balance, right? If you eat a high carbohydrate breakfast, like say you're having orange juice and a bagel, um, or, you know, milk and cereal, these foods have almost next to no protein and a lot of carbohydrates. And what happens is it throws your blood sugar off. Um, you're hungry again really soon because you're not satiated. And then because your blood sugar went up so fast, it's also going to go fall down so fast. So the next thing you're going to do is crave more carbohydrates. And then suddenly carbohydrates have displaced all the nutrient dense foods um, that you would have naturally eaten if you had at least started off that meal properly.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. right on
1: just one Eat meal more and that's all the different yeah.
0: chicken <laughs> Eat more chicken whatever protein
1: you can yeah order. it doesn't even matter like just as long as it's uh, you know natural and a high protein food
2: interesting yeah, yeah. I, I always kid around when i go to restaurants and and like the uh, waiter will go would you like that gluten-free i was like nah add an extra side of gluten for me would you <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it, it's funny go to a restaurant and say that to a to a uh a
0: two-year-old waiter,
2: yeah. And, and just just to watch their face, it's hilarious. Because they kind of look like uh I'll, I'll have- ask the chef if we
0: do that (laughs) no i get it man it's it's funny because uh, there's so many different like you said everyone's body is different everything that everyone even everyone's choice of how they want to live like if they don't have a problem with feeling the way they feel waking up the way they do hey you know more power to you it's if it's not your problem it's not your problem right um i just wanted to have a conversation because i know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs there that might be quietly suffering and not having that conversation with anyone and what better opportunity than to talk to somebody who would Has done the work, does this professionally, you know? Delishdiet.ca. Did I get that right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, so with that said, while we're on the subject, I'd like to take a moment just to get before we get to the grand finale question, to give a shout out to one of the people in our community who actually makes episodes like this where there's incredible value possible, and that that's a company called Scale with Social Selling, uh, run by Terry. Uh, If you ever look at your sales calendar and you're like, man, like let's just say you've got a couple of calls booked and not all of them are the people that you were hoping you'd be talking to. Well, with Terry, he can actually help you get that calendar to look a lot more like the kind of people you want to talk to. He's got a process for it and he even has a guarantee behind it. So if you're ready for somebody who's willing to guarantee things and not every business does that. It's, They throw the word guarantee around a lot, but not every business does that. Scale with Social Selling will. You can head over to try.scalewithsocialselling.com to find out why this prospecting system is actually what you actually need. So with that said, you can also tell them the War Room Podcast sent you to get that 20% off. Everybody loves a discount. Well, there you have it. Tell them that we sent you and you'll get that guarantee increased. With that said, the grand finale is here, okay? So Sherry, if you could have invited anybody, to this moment, to hear the story about how you grew up, how you didn't even know that was just becoming a part of your life, only to find later that everything you were doing and knew was going to work suddenly started to backfire on you. To be able to hear that story, who would you have loved to have had, dead or alive, any point in place, time in the world? And and who would you have loved to have had here to hear that contribute and why them?
1: Uh, um, Well, it's interesting. when just thinking of that question, I've been um, studying this man named Neville Goddard, have you yeah,
0: heard of Yeah, I have actually. I'm a big fan.
1: Yeah. So he's all about you're creating your reality with your imagination and with the inner conversations that you're having inside. And um, that's a big part of our health is how are we perceiving what we're doing? Like, you know, if you hate what you're eating, how is that possibly going to make you healthy? Right. Like you have to find a way to do things in a way that feels inspiring and feels like um. It's something you desire to do, not something that you have to do, you know, and he would be that person that would be able to listen to the language, right. That you're using to show you why you would be creating the reality that you don't want, despite the one you're saying that you want. And that goes for everything in life, business, health, relationships, everything. So in our conversations, in our mind, and then what we're saying out loud.
0: I think it's great that you brought up Neville Goddard. I haven't thought about him in a few years. I, I yeah. used to I used to voraciously read his materials, listen to his uh, his seminars, kind of like a Jim Rohn, but not necessarily for business people. Although he did impact a lot of business owners, uh, he actually yeah. worked out of the this theater called the Ebell Theater out here in Los Angeles. I, li- I I lived not too far from it for a while, and that's where he would do a lot of the 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 talking that he that he uh, has recorded out there in public. And it's funny because I was just watching last night. That in psychotherapy, one of the hardest things to diagnose and actually help people overcome is self-hatred. You know, and I have my own reasons for looking at that, but it, it comes in many forms and for many reasons. And yeah. A lot of that also, uh, there's a relationship with food that comes in with that and, you know, business and pretty much your life is entirely impacted by it, which is why it's important to pay attention to the way you live, the things that you eat, the people you're around and the work you choose to do. So thank you so much for having a real conversation with us about health, which is something a lot of entrepreneurs are like, yeah, 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 I'll do it tomorrow. You know, so, (laughs) so I love that we got a chance to break that down, but it is tradition around here for Jason to close us out. So Sherry, thank you. It was a pleasure. And Jason, take us away.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the great equalizer will always be Scotch. Um, <laughs> it's the great weight loss equalizer. Just kill your liver, but I mean.
1: <laughs> anyway,
2: sorry I had to slip that in there. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, keeps keeps it fun. But no, th- thanks Sherry for being here. Wonderful insights. Um, You got one hell of a story of struggle, then win, then struggle, then win, but that's all of our lives really, right? We all go through this yo-yo in our whole life, whether it's with weight, whether it's with relationships, whether it's in business, whether whatever it is, life's not perfect. The key is we take the time to stop and recognize there's a problem and then do something about it. That's always the key right
1: there. Right.
2: that is uh, what is it they say the first step in realizing you have a problem is admitting you have a problem mm. right uh. so, so so anyway thank you so much for being here greatly appreciate you taking 30 minutes out of your busy day uh or shall i say productive i don't like the word busy <laughs> um, your productive day to uh, to be here and spend a little bit of time with us and share your story with our audience thank you thank you cheers cheers